Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you're listening to the Alaskan Grappler Podcast, bringing you interviews from the best to ever do it. From the Golden Heart City of Fairbanks, here's the best damn Alaskan wrestling podcast host ever, Dennis Auckman. What's up, everyone? You are listening to another episode of the Alaskan Grappler Podcast. I am the best damn Alaskan wrestling podcast host ever, Dennis Ackman. For this episode, I had the pleasure of talking to Isaac Deaton. Isaac was a three-time state champion and high school All-American from Valdez. He then went on to wrestle for the University of Nebraska at Kearney, getting a degree in construction management. He is now a shop teacher at Valdez High School and is in line to become the high school and middle school head wrestling coach. We talk about when he started wrestling and how he got into it. We talk about the three state titles he won in high school and how an injury kept him out of his freshman year. We talk about his experience wrestling in college and what he thinks some of the differences are between college and high school. Find out where he ranks French toast, pancakes, and waffles. We talk about his toughest opponents, favorite moments, and so much more. This episode, as well as all previous episodes of the Alaskan Grappler podcast, are now available on iTunes and still available on Spotify and YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you are listening on YouTube. Also, please follow us on Facebook if you aren't already. That's all I have for now. So here's that interview with Isaac Deaton. Question I ask everybody when we get started, when did you start wrestling and how or maybe who got you into the sport? Yeah, no, it was my brother. Uh, I started wrestling when I was five. Actually, at the time, my dad was doing a bunch of Harper work in Homer. So I wrestled under Steve Wolf there for a couple of years. And then we moved back to Valdez because we ended up just moving the whole family there. It was a couple of year job. Okay. And um, yeah, so that's how kind of how I got started. Popeye Wrestling Club. Okay, so that was like just freestyle then. Yeah, just freestyle. Perfect. Who's been some of your biggest influences in the sport during your time wrestling? Probably, well, Austin Rake for sure. Like there was a time where I kind of my, my brother he he wrestled too, but he had a lot of shoulder injuries and wasn't really as into it. I kind of started having a little bit of that attitude in middle school. And then uh, freshman year of high school came around. Austin had just moved to town. And I don't know, like just his excitement. And I've never told him this. Okay. So if Perfect. he listens, this is news to him. It kind of got me into it again. And so that, that's kind of how I got my, my excitement back for it and my love for it. And ever since then, it was just, I don't know, I loved it. Didn't so. lose it, didn't, kept it, never lost it. So you, you said in this little questionnaire I had you fill out that your dad was one of your coaches. How was that having a dad as a coach? Was, did, did you have like pressure or anything? I mean, how was your dad as a coach to you? Did he treat you like all the other kids? Did he, you know, oh, yeah. harder on you, easier on you? Honestly, I was a really self-motivated kid. He didn't really have to say much of anything. I mean, at all. My whole friend group that wrestled, we were always, honestly, I think we kind of dictated a lot of everything because we didn't, we just, that's what we wanted to do. So, yeah, you know, I, I honestly, I missed having my dad in my corner, especially when it came to college. It was just different because, you know, you go so long with having someone like that in your corner and you get used to it. And then it's something completely different. It's like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. It sucks, at, you know, <laughs> exactly. So that was a big thing for me. That was hard to kind of swallow, I guess. Uh, but yeah, you know, you live to learn, you get over it and you adapt. So, so I mean, was he, did, did you feel any added pressure with having a, your dad in the corner? Like if you no. lost a match or anything like that? No, he's no, like there was a time period where I was kind of an emotional roller coaster, like after matches and he'd be like, stop crying or something, you know, or whatever. <laughs> not, not necessarily like that. He didn't say that. But yeah. Just get, get it together. Yeah. Right. But 
I don't know. That's more or less it. That's good. Kind of controlled the emotions. So let's talk about your uh, your performance in the state of Alaska with middle school and high school in particular. You said you didn't place at the ten invitational, and then we talked briefly before this, and maybe you can go back over your freshman year. So you didn't you didn't end up placing your freshman year because of some things, and then you rattled off three state titles in a row your sophomore, junior, and senior year. First, tell me again what happened your freshman year. So actually, uh, my eighth grade year, I was going to be the number two seed at Tananaw, and I got in a snow machine crash. I was ripping around the yard on my snow machine with no helmet on, and I ended up raking my face on the running board. I went ass over tea kettle, just cartwheeled over, and uh, got hurt there. Wasn't able to wrestle at Tananaw. I think I would have done really well. It was me and Ellery Stephenson. We'd kind of been – I hadn't actually – I've never beat Ellery, and it kind of pisses me off I haven't, but <laughs> been damn close, very close, uh, if that counts for anything. Probably doesn't mean anything. But anyway, so, yeah, moved on from there. Freshman year, I uh, was playing football. as JV quarterback up at West Valley. Got blindsided by a linebacker and then dislocated my hip. So that took six weeks before regional tournament exactly because I remember I got my cast off the weekend of the region tournament. Oh, um, so anyway, so uh, dislocated my hip, recovered. Second day of wrestling practice, I broke my wrist. The what day of regions, at, I got at wrestling practice, you broke your wrist? Yep. Uh, right. Actually, Dylan's probably wrestled Kiefer Gronovelt, too. I was wrestling Kiefer. Oh, okay. Just, yeah. Just one, oh, man, that's horrible. So, and then you come back the, the following year, sophomore, junior, senior year, three state titles. This is kind of an interesting or hard question, I guess, when I, I ask people why were you so good or what set you apart from your competition? Do you think? Cause there's a lot of kids that start off wrestling at a young age as yourself that don't have the same success that you did. What was it mentality, the training ethic, you know, having your buddies in there, you guys are kind of pushing each other. Is there anything in particular that you can kind of maybe think that without really thinking about it, I think it comes down to probably, yeah, my friend group, everything that we did, you know, like, that's just what we did. We were always going to camps and I mean, that's just what we like doing. Right. We'd, you know, wrestle this season get done in September, maybe take a month off and then boom, freestyle's there. Let's go wrestle. Um, so just each other kind of pushing, pushing yeah. one another to. And not only that, we had a lot of talent here in Valdez. Like at that time, Justin Allen, Michael Ace, they were still here in town. My brother was actually pretty decent, but he just kept getting hurt. So you know, we had a ton of people that we got to work out with. The Downings were here. Yeah, you, got, you, know, you so, mentioned a stud group of people that you just listed off. Yeah, you know, we had a lot of awesome people here. And so, and then, you know, John Groundwater coming in and, you know, getting on us. I thought that was cool. So, and it got pretty competitive too. And we just, we loved it. That was what we did. Just pushing one another and whatnot. You were an All-American in high school. What, what did you All-American in exactly? Was it so I went down to Virginia Beach and I got fifth place at Junior Nationals. Oh, cool! So were you a senior? Were you a junior in high school? Yep, junior in high school. My senior year, I ended up losing in the blood round, um, so didn't place my senior year. But yeah. So junior. tell me about being an All American. What was that experience like? Did you think that you had a realistic chance to actually pull that off, or were you just out there kind of doing your thing? And then next thing you know, hey, I'm an All American. That's more or less what happened. I honestly <laughs> didn't even think about it. It was just more like, God, I want this. This would be so cool, you know. And then <laughs> that I actually lost my was it my first match? No, I won my first match, and I wrestled this kid from Georgia. He was a two timer from Georgia. Lost in overtime, and then I, I had 10 matches that week, and I had 10 matches in, like, two days. It was ridiculous. Jeez. You worked your way all the way back up to the – Yeah, so, like, that was just 
you know, one after the other. And I had another overtime match that got me into the All-American round, like in the blood round, basically. And that was pretty cool. I don't know. Ever since that one match in overtime, I was just pissed off. Wanted, I don't know. And then I ended up wrestling that same kid again for fifth and, and beat him. So that was really oh, cool. Perfect. I beat him in the last, like, five seconds. It was sweet. There you go. Get your revenge back. Yeah, that's awesome. So then after high school, you go and wrestle for the University of Nebraska at Kearney right? For Arnie, yep. How did that opportunity come about? Also, were you always planning to go to college and wrestle? Was that always like a goal? Like I want to do this or was it kind of something that manifested a little later? Yeah, I think so. Honestly, if it wasn't for wrestling, I wouldn't have gone to college. I probably would have gone right to work, but in hindsight, I'm glad I did because it's definitely opened a lot of doors having that piece of paper. But yeah, no, I, I, I kind of think I always wanted to. I, I really... I don't know, ever since my junior year when I All-American, it was, hey, I can do this. Something I can, yeah, go get. Yeah, so, yeah, I think so. And then, yeah, uh, you know Walt Maslin. So he actually wrestled at Kearney back in the day. I think it was okay. in the 70s or 80s. I can't remember. But anyway, he ended up uh, knowing a guy named Tom McCann down there in Nebraska who is a volunteer coach. He's uh, like probably 70 years old now. I mean, awesome guy. He, he was kind of my connection there. So okay. ended up sending them a, a highlight video emailed the coach and they actually emailed me back. So went on a recruiting visit and yeah, I went on one other visit. It was like Dickinson state in North Dakota. And it was, I already knew once I left Carney, that's where I wanted to go. That's where you wanted to go. Yeah. Right on, man. Well, tell me a little bit about your experience wrestling in college, you know, your, your time there. How, how was that for you? And was it everything that you hoped it was or more or? No, it wasn't. It was kind of rough. Honestly, college was a really rough time for me and not just in wrestling. I, I kind of, I had some struggles that I had to kind of learn to deal with. And I don't know, you know, you go down somewhere and especially being raised in a small town in Valdez, that's really unique. It's just different. It's just culturally, everything's different. It took me a long time to adjust to that. I would say, honestly, it took about three years before I had any real success. There was a lot of different factors, I think, in my head at least, why I didn't do so well as I wanted. I don't think I was well-liked at first, and maybe not, I don't know, but it, from my perspective, it seems like that. And so that was kind of hard to, to get over, I guess, that kind of affected me a lot because I had never yeah. not been liked. So Especially being away from home and stuff like that, it's not like the yeah. best feeling in the world. Yeah, so I actually almost quit my sophomore year. Yeah, ended up sticking it out, saying screw it. Well, I stayed in, in Kearney for about a month and a half in the summer. That was my first time ever doing that. And honestly, I wish I would have stayed there more. Because oh, okay. I think I would have I mean, seen levels in my wrestling grow. I mean, just that little bit staying there was awesome. But anyway, I ended up going back commercial fishing for a summer in Bristol Bay. And I don't know, for whatever reason, when I came back, my head was clear. I actually had friends. So it, it was a big difference for me, just having a support system there. So, yeah, I started seeing a lot of success after that. Actually, I ended up beating the kid that won nationals that year, beat multiple <laughs> All-Americans, beat the national champ, and then come regional tournament, the same guy who won nationals, I got beat by. During your time there, you said that you got to take a trip to China. How was that? That was, that was incredible. No, was that um, to go there to, to, to wrestle, or was that yeah, just... Yeah, we got to wrestle with the... Uh, I forget which club it was. But yeah, we were in Beijing there for a good week and a half, and that was so much fun. That was really cool. Because I think UNK does one every four or five years. Actually, I didn't get to go to this last one because I, uh, I got married. But they went to Athens and where else did they go? I think Crete. But yeah, they were all over the Med uh, Mediterranean there this last year. Awesome. And they go there to wrestle. It's really cool. And, you know, go sightsee and 
yeah, go compete and then also enjoy some of the world and stuff like that. That's awesome. Yeah, that was really cool. What do you think the biggest differences from wrestling in high school to college are, at least in head your hands. experience? Head hands. Alaska does not have any head hands. I think that's where we struggle as a state significantly. You go down south and I guess people just have better access to, well, obviously quality of partners. You know, they have so many more people, higher quality partners, and they're taught these higher level techniques from a younger age. Sure. You know, I go, I go to the Tanana Invitational and I see a lot of things. Uh, I just scoff at it's like, dude, why can't we, why can't we just teach the right way to do something? Like for me, that was the biggest thing was learning these high level techniques, nothing against who I had. I, I had access to great coaches, Mark Hoffer, Scott Armstrong, you know, all these people who I was been, I've been around, but if you don't have that consistency, you're going to fall back into certain habits. So yeah, the biggest thing for me was just learning how to have head hands defense. And not only that, I, I had some, like I said, some personal issues that I just couldn't wrap my head around. And I think that had a lot to do with, you know, you got to be in the right mindset, you know, and, and then that, that's my biggest thing I think is just having a good attitude toward everything. And you will be the head coach of Valdez this upcoming season, you said, as well. It's not as- official. I just submitted my formal letter of interest, but okay. I, it's most likely. So how did that opportunity come about? There's just an opening for that position or? Yeah, yeah. So the guy who currently, or excuse me, formerly was the coach here, he's actually the art teacher here in town. Really great guy. Love the guy. I think he's just ready to move on and I think he's wanted to start a family and everything. Okay. So I'm, I'm honestly really happy for him. I think, you know, I'm, I'm happy he's doing what, what's best for him. I think that's a good thing for him to do. Are you ready for the challenge of being a head coach of, of the high school and the middle school possibly if that comes about? Yeah, I think so. I think the biggest thing is too, when it comes to something like that is you can't do it alone. You know, uh, you do that, you're going to get burnt out. You're going to hate it. You're going to get pissed off. So yeah. I got a couple people who I think I got on board. Well, I think Austin is number one. I want him to be, you know, assistant coach. And I've talked to him about it. I think he wants to. Perfect. Um, Cody Green, I don't know if you know him. He was a couple time runner up or state champ or something. I forget. I think he ended up in it, but I want him on staff. Like, I, there's a couple people that I, I think would be super, super helpful to have. Yeah. And that's a good thing to have. I mean, you have to have the right people around you that compliment you well. That way you don't take on the responsibility and everything, you know, when it comes to what you got to do. That, I mean, so at least you have a good plan set up to, to do that. It's really important. Tell me about your uh, wrestling experience for Team Alaska. You wrestled there for a few years. Is that just doing freestyle and Greco? Is that later in, in high school and stuff? That's when you went yeah. to the deep and things, right? That was with Team Alaska or? Yeah, because Hoffer used to always rent those beach houses down there in Virginia Beach. Um, mm-hmm. So that's what we ended up doing. And I think, uh, is it Pesterkov, South yep. Coach? Yep. Yeah, he did that. Um, let's see, Faller was there. So Mark Faller, Pesterkov, the Odoms were there. Craig Hammond was there. A bunch of the South guys. Um, yeah. And we used to get a beach house with them or when Hoffer would do it. And yeah, that, that was always a blast. So I did. I first did Team Alaska in 2007 when Hoffer was running it. And that's kind of how we got to know him. And then – Basically, every high school trip up there after that, we'd always go stop at East and practice with them. So that was really cool. Um, did you just did you go in Team Alaska as something that you decided that you wanted to do on your own, or, or how did that even come about? You're like, hey, you know what? They have this thing. Did they reach out to you? I mean, do you remember? I don't remember. I think so. I want to say yes, but that could not be true. I'm not really sure. <laughs> okay. So, but it was nice getting up there and wrestling with some of the tougher, tougher kids in Anchorage and stuff, just, you know, constantly or – yeah, I don't know. I, I remember being at camp there. I remember being really homesick. I was pretty young. I think sure. I was like seventh, sixth grade or something. I don't know. That was kind of my first real time being away from home. Uh, and so for a long kinda, period of time? Yeah. So that was kind of tough for me. 
But no, I remember getting my butt kicked a lot. Yeah, God, what was that kid's name? Anyway, there's always this one kid that used to just beat the piss out of me, and I used to hate it. So that's what I remember from camp. <laughs> uh, let's talk about your pre-match routine. Did you have a particular pre-match routine, like maybe your warm-up or when you decided to get up and start getting loose? Did you do this? Was it like a you know a religious thing where I always got to do this or, or anything in particular? You running sprints, doing shadow wrestling? Do you, what were you doing for your pre-match routine? It kind of changed. You know, in high school, I was always just all serious, you know, whatever, got to walk around, do all this thing. And it's, I don't do that anymore. If I was competing, I wouldn't do that anymore. I don't know. I just get so stiff. I'm like, I'm so focused on one thing. I can't do anything. <laughs> That's the best way I can explain it. So like in college, what I found worked best for me is I had to talk to someone. You know, I, I would just get so nervous. I had to piss every five seconds. You know, I couldn't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I just was so nervous about everything. And I remember this, actually, it was at the Wyoming Open, the Cowboy Open, uh, my very first match out. I was just super nervous. I was wrestling uh, Dylan Gable from Northern Colorado. He was number, he ended up qualifying for NCAAs that year. And I remember getting taken down like the first five seconds. But anyway, I guess rewind before the match. I don't remember what happened, but it was like my teammate came up to me. He started just telling me these really just dirty, nasty jokes like, hey, would you rather do this or would you rather do that? And I wasn't even thinking about wrestling. And so... I think that's kind of what started off my, my, my junior year there. Yeah, I, I need more of this. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is awesome. You know? And I ended up beating that kid. I think I ended up beating them like six to two or eight to two. I had like four minutes of riding time on them. Oh dang. Um, so that was pretty cool. I don't know. Ever since then, like, I had to talk to someone. I had to Maybe have, not like, take it so jokes. serious and so focused or something. Yeah. Just be relaxed. Just have fun with it. You know, like, it's, it's just a game. The rest yeah. is a game. Yeah, you know, sure. or sport, whatever you want to call it. But for me, like in my head, that's what I had. To, that's how I had to take it. Let's uh, talk about your post weigh-in go-to for food and drink. Did you have a particular thing that after weigh-ins you're always eating this particular thing or drinking that particular thing? So my first three years in college, I had to cut a lot of weight. Not three years, two years. I made I made one sixty-five. Uh, my second year, I went from like one ninety-five to one sixty-five, and that oh, sucked. Uh, <laughs> so I would usually have a Gatorade. I'd usually drink it way too fast. <laughs> and then I'd usually feel like I had to puke. And then after that, when I went up to 184, I didn't have to cut weight at all. <laughs> You're like, this is it awesome. Was, it was amazing. So, and I could actually have a Gatorade, have a drink of water. I could have yeah. a PB&J. I felt great. And that's all I had to have, you know, some fruit, PB&J, and some water and Gatorade. And I was good to go. Was, so was it always typically kind of like the same thing then? Always went with the PB&J? Yeah. Every time I had meat, I just felt like I had to poop my pants every five seconds. And <laughs> I just, you know what I mean? It was horrible. Gut, total gut bomb. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about Valdez. I've, uh, I've actually only been there once. And uh, so what was it like growing up there and, and living there now? Yeah, you know, uh, I liked it. I like it here still. I think there's a lot of – Valdez is a really unique place. It really is because there's a lot to do here right from your front door. There's a lot of public access trails that you can just go get on for free. You know, you don't have to really travel anywhere to go do anything. You can just get up and go. Yeah. And I think – that's what I kind of got spoiled by that because then I went to college and it's like, well, I want to go do this. Oh, well, I can't. That's private, you know. And with the kind of stuff that I did, uh, you know, outdoor stuff, like you, there wasn't any place for that. Is that so, one? Is that one thing in particular that you missed a lot while you were in, while you're down there? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. A lot different. Absolutely. So, what about the what about the other way around? Is there anything now that you miss from what, your college days that that you're like, man, you know, I, I kind of do miss 
I think for me, it's just waking up in the morning. I loved waking up in the morning and, you know, you, you smell that real humid smell. I hated always working out in that really humid hot <laughs> weather, but I liked how, I don't know, I just liked waking up in the morning and the sunrise and everything. Uh, yeah. That's what I like. So. Gotcha. Tell me about your degree. You have a degree in construction management, right? Yep. What's, uh, was that the plan, you know, when you decided to go to school or did you were like, hey, this is what I want to get a degree in or was it something that you kind of like fell into or? No, I actually, uh, I wanted to be a Spanish teacher, believe it or oh. not. I took four years in high school. I loved it. And I actually took two years in college there. Anyway, ended up not doing that. And I'm really happy I went to construction management. Um, <laughs> uh, the funny thing is I'm a teacher now, so it's kind of funny how that worked out. But anyway, uh, yeah, ended up switching to construction management after my first semester. And that's what I stuck with. And I'm glad I did. Right on. Um, and then With the Spanish thing, out of curiosity, can, can you hold like a relatively decent conversation in Spanish or I used to not anymore not anymore um, you know have you ever seen uh, the Burt Kreischer the machine yeah where he's like I feel like an immigrant at the DMV you know I, I didn't see anything <laughs> that's how my class was that's how it got to I didn't understand a damn thing oh, a wow. people you know they, they grew up in these bilingual homes and they could speak it really well they just didn't right. like proper grammar and all that stuff. yeah so they could speak it really well just not the other stuff and for me I didn't know either <laughs> so, <laughs> you're like what happened let's talk about other sports you mentioned football a little bit did you play any other sports growing up basically just wrestled you know in middle school i tried basketball tried out made c team had a broken arm <laughs> it was pretty cool pretty fun was terrible at it, it was horrible at basketball i think my most points i ever scored was 12 points in a game uh, i think i fouled out every game but one it was terrible <laughs> When it came to the football thing, did you, did you end up, did you do that every year in high school or after that one year you got hurt, you're like, yeah, I did. I, I love football. Our team was terrible. I think that's what I hated about it the most. Like, oh, yeah. My whole entire high school career, I won one game. Oh, brutal. Like we were just terrible. Are um, you a pretty competitive person then or? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So you're like, yeah. yeah, I like the competition and competing, but this is horrible. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I always looked forward to wrestling. I always was happy when football was done because I knew it was something I was good at and I could yeah. win and it felt really, yeah. really good. And then it's kind of just so, on you anyways, not like you have to rely on, you know, why can't you be better? <laughs> right. And it, like a lot of that comes back on me too. I personally was not very good either. And what's hard here too with Valdez, you know, we don't have a Pop Warner League where you guys start where you're, you know, five, six years old. Our first year ever playing football is our freshman year in high school. Oh, brutal. So everybody's so, learning on the fly and kind of just getting smashed. As you're yeah. like, oh, cool. We're playing all these guys who've been doing this for years. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we've got a lot better. Actually, I'm not really sure. But I know in years past, we've had a lot better seasons, which is nice. Tell me about what you're doing right now. You're a shop teacher. Is that right? At Valdez? How did that opportunity come about? Position was open. I walked into the principal's office and said, here's my resume. I want to throw my name in the hat. And I got an interview the next day. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, So, yeah. No, that was really cool. Do you yeah. like it or? I love it. This is awesome. Perfect. I'm really happy I'm here. No, I really do like it. it. It's, I don't know. It was one of those things where I never expected I would get it. And I didn't really go in thinking I would get it. It was more just what the hell. We'll, we'll see what happens. And yeah, sure. And then all of a sudden you get called in the next day and you're like, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, shot at this. this is kind of cool. So no, I, yeah, it, it's pretty sweet. I really, I really like it. Actually, graduation's tonight. So. Oh, okay. Are you guys doing any, how's that work with? Are you guys being affected by what's all going on or how are you trying to do that? Do the drive-by thing like a lot of these other schools are doing or? Yeah. And actually a lot of the uh, seniors, they're the ones that kind of came up with the idea. We'll basically start down there at the city dock. We'll kind of do a parade around town. Then they'll go back to the elementary school. It'll just be families in their cars. 
but then sure. we'll be able to get out and, you know, stay six feet apart, whatever, and get their diploma. That's cool. That's yeah, pretty cool. Actually. Gotta do what you gotta do. Dude, let's talk about the last two years of your life quick. You, you've been busy, right? You, you got married, you graduated, you moved back to Alaska and then, and then you started your career. First, let's start with you getting married. First of all, congrats. Thank Second you. of all, in regard to that, your wife, how, you know, did you, did you meet her here? Did you meet her there? How'd that? Yeah, I met her in Nebraska. She's actually from a place called Broken Bow. It's about okay. an hour north of Kearney. Um, and then she ended up moving to Kearney when she was in middle school. So yeah, I, uh, I ended up meeting her. I first met her like my sophomore year of college. I might've got that wrong. She used to actually hate my guts. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. You so want her over though. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Somehow got her on my good side. Um, I basically just kind of invited myself over one day and then I never left and then she liked me. So <laughs> uh, you're not getting rid of me. <laughs> yeah. More or less. No. Yeah. So got married. Actually I got married on April 1st about a year ago. Okay. So and, just recently uh, had an anniversary not too long ago. Yeah. We didn't tell anybody. We just went to the courthouse. Okay. So we ended up, uh, yeah, not telling anybody. We ended up telling after our drive up here. That's when we kind of told people, "Yeah, we're actually married." Oh, so, gotcha. Was she okay with the idea of moving to Valdez? She, she was excited. Okay. Yeah, no, she was really excited, and like, luckily, she likes it here, even with the darkness in the winter time and everything. <laughs> Perfect. So, that's awesome. And then, what what brought you back to Alaska? Was that always your plan after school? You're going to move back, or you know, your family living here? Is that what was brought you back, or? You know, I don't really know what brought me back. I think it was a kind of a combination of things. Um, I think I was ready for just a fresh start. My wife and I both were. I think we were kind of just over in Nebraska. And then a job opportunity came up, just something I couldn't really turn down. And so, then the rest is up. history and then said, hey, you know, let's see how this goes. And here we are. And still there. Pretty much. What does she do? So currently she is a uh, paraprofessional at the elementary school. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, she's working with um, a lot of like the dis, uh, students with disabilities and everything. So, sure, right on. Uh, she, cool. she really likes that. Really, really nice. likes that. Well, I'm glad that she likes it up here. Let's go into another thing. You've put on your thing that you're a coffee drinker. Are you oh, a yeah. person that has to have coffee every morning? Or Yeah, if I don't, I get headaches. It's pretty bad. Actually, my mom owns uh, Latte Da, one of the coffee shops here oh. in town. Um, yeah, I pretty much drink it every morning. So you take it black, or you you, you got to have a little okay. And then if you ever go and order coffee anywhere, are you just getting typically I'll just go to my mom's coffee shop and get an americano. But lately, because of this, she's been closed, so I've just been drinking or making coffee at home there. Gotcha. Let's talk about. We'll, we'll keep on kind of with the coffee thing. Are, are you? Would you consider yourself a morning person? Are you a? Yes and no. Uh, you have to have your coffee first. No. Yeah, usually <laughs> no. Honestly, I suck at getting up in the morning. My wife usually has to wake me up. But I and do then, enjoy mornings. That's are, you bre- are you a breakfast guy? you have to eat breakfast every day type thing? Or There's a lot of times where yeah, I do go without, but that's because I don't wake up early enough. <laughs> so <laughs> It's not worth it. <laughs> it's very self-inflicted. Yeah. If you had to rank these one, two, and three, French toast, pancakes, waffles. What you, what French toast, waffles, pancakes. Okay, good choice. French toast, number one for sure. I, I agree with that. Let's go to, you have a, one older brother. Yep. How how much older is your is your older brother than you? A couple um, years, you said. Yeah, like two and a half years, something like that. And then so. you said that he wrestled too. You know, you guys did he wrestle back in for Popeye and all that back in the day too? Or yeah, he did. I think he wrestled every year uh, up until his senior year. He had actually a, a, a shoulder surgery on each of his shoulders, so he kind of. I don't blame him one bit for, you know, yeah. not wanting to do it anymore. Say, literally, yeah, it got so bad. Like, so we used to share a room in the, in the trailer we grew up in. And there was one time he, he literally fell asleep like this and it popped out. 
oh, the middle gosh. of the night he wakes up like, ah, like oh. freaking out, you know? Yeah. He had really bad shoulders. If you could go back, is there any advice that you would give yourself as a young wrestler, whether it was middle school, high school, college right now that you could be like, I know it's like hard to say, cause you know, going back, you obviously can't go back in time, but if you could tell yourself anything or give yourself a piece of advice, what do you got? Kind of like how I said about my warm up. I was just so like serious, just so uptight, stiff, focused. You know, I never stopped and slowed down to actually learn anything, I guess. Like when you do that, I feel like there's a cap on everything you can learn. Yeah. And what you can do. Kind of um, takes away from like being in the moment, right? Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of that, you know, like how I approach my job and how I approach wrestling, completely different. You know, like I would have to write everything down so I remember everything. I suck at listening. I have to write everything down. You know, whereas like if I write stuff down for wrestling, I get so focused on that one thing that I forget everything else. <laughs> if <laughs> right. that makes any sense at all. So like yeah. for me, I had to have a completely open mind. I had to be thoughtless. So if you go back yeah. and tell yourself just to kind of like, you know, take a step back and just relax, just relax yeah. a little bit, just have fun with it. There's no, you know, the Penn state mentality, just have fun with it. That that's honestly the best way I think to approach it, you know, sure. and I'm sure, you know, to each their own, but in my experience, I think that's where I've seen, you know, people do the best. Just out there. Just enjoy having it. fun. Yeah. Just enjoy it. Just go out there. I got a couple more questions for you and then we'll wrap it up and be done. These are what I consider kind of like the harder questions. What do you think is the hardest part about wrestling? It's kind of a smart ass answer, but to be honest, sometimes just liking it. Uh, <laughs> you know? I don't know. I mean, really it, it isn't easy. What do you think it takes to be successful in wrestling? I mean, if you had one of your young kids come up to you, that's going to be in your high school program and say, Hey, you know what? I know that you were like a killer in high school. What do I got to do to, to be like that? I mean, what do you, what do you tell them? What do you, what does it take? I think now what I would tell them sure. is just to enjoy it, you yeah. know? And obviously like I would, I would say work ethic and everything too. Like there's a lot of things that, you know, doesn't come with just enjoying it. There's a lot of extra stuff you have to put in. But I think the first step is just, you know, if you want to be successful, it's just to like it, to love it. That's if a you don't answer. like it or love it, then you're not going to, you're going to hate it. You're yeah. going to get burnt out. And so yeah. I, don't, I think that's kind of the first thing. And then at that point, you know, you can start throwing in extra workouts, whatever. So. Sure. Yeah. That's actually, you know, when I talked to Randy Hanson yesterday, it's like the exact same thing he said. He said, number one, got to love it. I got three more questions for you. These ones also take, you know, kind of some, maybe some thought. If you can narrow it down to high school, perfect. If, if you can think of one in high school as well, college, whatever who is the toughest person or maybe a couple of the toughest people that you've wrestled that you can recall? I mean, you mentioned Ellery Stephenson before, maybe he's one could even maybe be a practice partner or just even someone, even if you beat him every time, someone that you're just like, man, they just gave me hell every single time that we went out there. You have any, any one or two people maybe in particular that you can think of that maybe were tough for you? Dennis Wilson from Dillingham. Dennis Wilson, for sure. Ellery, Austin Rake, always went back and forth with Austin. Oh, God, Brayton Lee, for whatever reason, Chance Boatman always had tough matches with Chance. Uh, Nate McKimson, Bryce Cerna. Rattling off some studs. Yeah, they were tough. I'm sure I could think of a few more. But that's oh, just no, that's perfect. Start, so. And then we'll go into, do you have a favorite match or moment or maybe a couple favorite matches or moments that you can think of during your time wrestling in high school or college for that matter. Something that you'll be like, man, I'm, I'll never forget that time when I, you know, did that. 
Yeah, no, I, in high school, not so much. So uh, in college, we ended up doing a trip to San Francisco. So we ended up dueling uh, San Francisco State and then Fresno State. It was Fresno State's first when they basically got their team back. So it was their first competition back after not having a team for whatever years, amount of years. We actually beat Fresno, and then we were wrestling uh, San Fran. I remember wrestling this kid that was just jacked. Like, literally, his calves were the size of my freaking bicep or <laughs> legs. Not Anyway, I, I don't, I'm not very big. I'm not very jacked. I'm like a string bean. And this kid was huge. Uh, his calves were like the size of my quads. And <laughs> I remember like the first, you know, two and a half minutes, I'm just shooting in. I'm getting in deep on shots. And he was just so damn strong. I couldn't do anything. It was horrible. And then after that, you know, two and a half minutes, he just broke. I mean, he was just broken. And I remember just being so tired. And I ended up majoring the kid, I think like 12 to 2 or something, 12 to 4. Damn. I don't remember. And I just remember... I don't know, like that was kind of a turning point in my career of, I don't know, I guess like I could do it, I guess. Like for yeah. me, like, all my struggles and everything I had been through, that was a big moment for me. And that was just a fun trip all around. Like that is the best trip I've ever been on in my life. Like San Fran's beautiful. I thought it was awesome. I would yeah. never want to live there ever, <laughs> but it was really cool going to, you know, from a tourist perspective. That's awesome, man. That's a, that's a pretty good story. Last question. I have to give a little shout out to Randy, who I talked to yesterday. I normally end my interviews with the question I just hit you with, but he was like, Hey, do you, have you ever listened to this podcast? This guy always ends it with this particular question, which I feel like it's a hard question, but I'm like, man, I really like that. So I'm going to add that to my list of questions that I like to ask people. And I'm going to end it from now on with this question. And you're the first one who gets to answer it. How has wrestling changed your life? That's a good one. Yeah. It's probably going to sound cliche, but you're the first, I think you're the first one to answer. There's no cliche here. <laughs> I yeah maybe you'll see <laughs> uh, I don't know it's really given me a lot of opportunity I guess you know without wrestling I wouldn't have been able to go travel the country I wouldn't have been able to go to China I wouldn't have been able to meet half the people I've met you know it, it's basically what my life's been focused around for so many years and, and that's what's weird for me that was a hard transition for me coming out of college is what do I have what, yeah. what do I have now? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm married. I have a wife, which is amazing. I love her to death, but there was still something kind of missing. And that took a little bit to get over, I guess, if that makes any sense. Which, yeah, for sure. It's like been so, something that's it, been such a large part of your life for so long. And then for yeah. it to basically go away in all facets besides, you know, being, you know, coaching a little bit or whatever, when you came back, it's different. It is. And it's different. Like I miss being, you know, in the driver's seat, you know, and, and it's one of those things that, again, this sounds cliche. Like it just went by so fast. Like there's so much that I wish I could have changed in my college career yeah. that I know I would have enjoyed it more. I would have done better. There's, there's a ton I would change, honestly. Like, it, but my first three years, they were brutal. It was tough. Yeah. You know, but definitely just the opportunity and, and, and places I've been able to see people have been able to meet. That's a great answer. On that, uh, I told Randy the same thing yesterday, so I don't even know how to do this. I'm so bad at like ending these interviews on like what to say, but thank you so much for giving me the time and coming on here. I really appreciate it, and I enjoyed our conversation, our interview. I have to try to do this again sometime, and I wish you success You know, with, with the whole Valdez uh, high school team and, and middle school team. I hope you get that. You know, and yeah, man, congratulations on everything and where you're at right now in, in your life, and, and keep, keep going. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it.
Well, that does it for this episode of the Alaskan Grappler Podcast. I'd like to thank Isaac again for taking the time to sit down and shoot the breeze about wrestling. I'd like to thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. As another reminder, all episodes of the Alaskan Grappler Podcast are on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. I'd like to thank everyone for their continued support. It really means a lot to me. With that being said, be on the lookout for the next Alaskan Grappler Podcast.